Hello and welcome to Tribal Research Specialists, the podcast, where we will be talking about important things. <laughs> That's not going to work either. Uh, hello and welcome to Tribal Research Specialists, the podcast, a podcast dedicated to chatting about... Hello and welcome to... <laughs> Gave me a recording of it once. So I believe should, it. So, Alicia and I listened to it for a long time, and I always can quote it, but I don't remember who the. He did a bunch of impressions. That impression of Bush. Yeah, and he's like, um, "You're telling me there's a dog that can talk." You're telling me that there's a dog that can talk. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was that? Wasn't it Will Ferrell? I don't know. Did you ever see the video of Will Farrell acting like George Bush interviewing George Bush? <laughs> like he's, he's like, if there's one thing you could you would do over during your presidency, what would be? He's like, you know that flight suit I wore when I said uh, mission accomplished. I would have <laughs> wore that every day. <laughs> yes, he's like, it says. Uh, Nothing says commander in chief. That's how he does it. <laughs> yes. So what you got, man? Are we started? Yeah. We're going. We're, we're doing it. Okay. Doing it. My thought today, I had a pretty, I had a pretty, um, you, what I would determine as a unique experience. Okay. Unique as so, in. Um, so um, in outside terms of, of the. No- Outside of the norm. Okay. 99.99% of the world will never have to do what I did today, which was go before the National NAGPRA Committee. Okay. Which is, as I was told, the equivalent of the Supreme Court for NAGPRA. So it's like for claims, uh, human remains, items of patrimony, Hmm. things like that. It's all based on the Native American Graves Protection Repatriation Act. Yeah. But while I was in there, just kind of, I, I did our thing and, and it went relatively smooth. There was some kind of um, um, hiccups that I would, I would call hiccups. They didn't make any sense to me why those questions yeah. were asked, but for the most part, it went, it went smooth. So yeah. one of the things that uh, it sparked a thought in my head is like no other generation, no other era, we won't say generation, we'll say era of Native people have had to re- in turn, or recurate their their people. Hmm. At least I don't think so. I I mean I don't typically yeah. you put someone in the ground during the ground. I put them in the hills oh, yeah. during the hills, and that's kind of it. But we're 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 um of the first people and that have had to like mitigate that, come up with stuff to like individuals are in museums so let's reinturn them or yeah, whatever yeah. whatever it is the belief people have different beliefs so my question to you was yeah do you think there's any bad luck associated with handling human remains go oh man 
Yeah, that's a good one. It reminds me of um, whenever I watch anything about Egypt and the Egyptians. I always wonder what what do those local people think? You know, I don't know how far removed they are from that culture that you know built those pyramids and built the tombs and all that stuff. But you know, they're in there helping out. I don't know what they feel about all that is, but I wonder if one day they're going to say, you know, this is enough's enough. We're gonna we're gonna repatriate all those things, return them back, return them back to the pyramids. Imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah, because in in the world of archaeology, Egyptology has become its own thing because it was oh, so yeah. big, you know. Oh yeah, and and, and can you imagine? Yeah, if, yeah. Um, there was an international heritage law that required the return of any items found in graves and in, in at the pyramids. Man, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. There'd be a, quite the dust up. Unintended. <laughs> I can't even think of that. Yeah, dust, dust, dust sand, desert, desert, Egypt. sandstorm. Egypt. I get it. I got the. Con- so I I don't know. The, I think um, this is what I think when initially, if you, when you say that, I think there is a there's a certain taboo currently in mm-hmm. the current culture that you. If you handle human remains, that there's a there's a protocol or there's a there's a way that you have to go about to um, cleanse oneself. I suppose you could say uh, whether or not if you don't do that, I'm not sure what the consequence is. Uh, I'm trying to go go back into the index of things that I know. So it must be for some reason, uh, but. That that leads me to believe, or leads me to wonder about um, what's the duration of that of that restriction, and I think that's what you're talking about. So remains that are thousands of years old, like if I if I handled the bones of someone that was thousands of years old, is there is there still the the attribute of this whatever it is, bad luck or something bad's going to happen if I don't take care of myself in a uh, in a certain way i don't know because if you if you ascribe to the the belief of what happens after you die you know the stories of what happens after you die right so after you die there's many different tribes have different meanings about what happens but at some point the the soul or the the spirit of that person moves on somewhere else and that the work is done the body remains as this uh, decomposed elements of the earth. So I don't know what what is the what is the um because okay so there's there's a, there's a sensitivity among uh, people in your line of work about even exposing living indigenous people to human remains. Do you remember that time we went to Indiana? And they gave mm-hmm. us a warning when we went down into that museum. Oh, and they said, yeah, we went to the, like the Mathers or yeah, yeah. something museum, yeah. Yeah, and they said, okay, just a warning. We have this curtain here because there's human remains behind here. Mm-hmm. Just as a, they're trying to be sensitive to, I guess, a certain culture's belief 
about even viewing human remains. And probably what they were consulted because probably they brought in tribes and said, what, how should we yeah. conduct, conduct our work or whatever? And yeah. so I'm assuming somebody, some representative of a tribe said, we don't even want to look, you know, that's yeah. taboo or, or something, but go ahead. Yep. No. So that, that leads me to believe, well, what, I mean, how much of, um, I don't know. I'm wrestling with this the same problem right now in the line of work I do. How how is um, things and traditions and ways from 100 years ago transferable or translatable to today? And it's kind of the same issue in a way. I mean, in the past, I don't know if there was a lot of instances of exhuming people, you know? (laughs) (laughs) probably none i mean that's kind of weird a weird thought so you never really encounter like um at least at least in my neck of the woods maybe maybe somewhere else because i know there's other tribes that you know their tradition was that and i think there's a there's a tribal group up here that traditionally used to carry the remains of their loved ones for a year's time on their backs until that time that was over then they could bury those remains Say what you were going to say, because I cut you off. Well, well, just so our, our casual listener knows, a lot of these n- remains we're talking about aren't like stuff that, like, we're not talking about caskets. We're not talking. We're talking about, uh, for whatever reason, Native North America has been studied quite a bit, and so there was an era where a lot of human remains, graves were robbed, graves were disrupted, or kids were died or passed away at boarding school yeah or on trips and they would house these remains in curation facilities museums uh school archives whatever yeah so when nagpra native american graves protection and repatriate repatriation act was passed it required that all these institutions give a list to all the tribes of what they have that qualifies under this law so okay. the the heavy hitters are items of patrimony funerary objects and human remains so any of those can if you can prove cultural affiliation our geog our, our land cultural affiliation through land you can you can claim those remains and and do with what you see as culturally fit okay, okay now that we're caught up <laughs> patrimony what wait items of patrimony like handed down in oh, okay, okay, items, okay, okay. like <laughs> okay, okay, okay. medicine bundles, yeah, pipes, yeah. different. I mean, it varies from tribe to tribe, yeah, right? Yeah. I just, yeah, so, okay. so my my question is, is really what this comes down to is, I like I like how I I caught you, I caught you on something just now. What? I caught you. What is it? You inadvertently uh, created a scenario that was so uh, <laughs> that what? was so um distant that it was safe to talk about (laughs) because this this discussion is kind of touchy for a lot of tribes you may have not even known you did it but you said wait wait a minute let's have let's start let's let's designate a safe word first going forward (laughs) in case i get triggered okay what's our safe word femur femur okay (laughs) okay keep going now (laughs) so you said you said something about Human remains that were thousands of years old. Yeah. Which is pretty safe, dude. Like, well, that was a safe I... comment because, for one, like, there's only, 
a handful of remains that have been found that are over a certain age. And, and secondly, the, the touchy emotional <laughs> discussion would be like boarding school kids and mass yeah. graves. And yeah, yeah. And you're in BC where a mass grave was found many of, year, yeah. many of them. So what you did, what you didn't realize you did, <laughs> Sean Dean, is that you distanced yourself from the discussion by what? saying, by giving a most far out, no, <laughs> unique no, 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 no. You were like, well, well you know, this person for th- th- thousands of years. I'm like, oh, well, okay. we're talking about, is this what we're doing? <laughs> if we're talking about graves on the moon, then. <laughs> We have a different protocol. You're like, you're like, you know what, Aaron? You bring up a good point. Um, human remains that are found on the moon. <laughs> no, man. I'm I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say. Okay, there's a difference between. <laughs> Is there? <laughs> I guess that's the question. I Is know. There? That's what I'm asking. That's so. Do native people believe that, one, that once okay. you die? Is that time stop for that individual? Meaning, once they're dead, they're dead. And then, so whether it's yesterday or ten thousand years ago, yeah, is there a difference in the designation of that individual? Because here's an example. Okay, we talk of respect for the dead. We talk for um, the proper placement of human remains and disposition yeah. and all that. Yeah. But Sam Resurrection tells a story. Who was a uh, one of your tribesmen? Yes. Of where they killed a, I believe he was a a Blackfeet man, and then they. After he was dead, each of the war party uh, struck a coup on him. Yeah. And he was dead already. Yeah. Among other things. Among other things. And we, don't, we, need to- we don't need to talk about <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. Among other- <laughs> well, okay. 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 So this for is example, the deal. Okay. what is that? Keep going. Give me. Give me. Okay. So. So this is it. This is it. So that's recent yeah. death. Recent, recent death. death. Yeah. And, and yeah. you're right. You're right. So we have to put it in a frame. Uh, 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 um. What do they call it? Uh, I caught you. A temporal scale. No, you didn't catch me. Catch me nothing. <laughs> okay. I'm putting it on a temporal scale, a time scale. Okay. So death, yeah. from what I understand, from what I've been come to know in the, in, in the things that I do. Yeah. So there's a period of time that the body is in the, and the, for lack of a better word, the spirit are still together. After death, there's a time period. Okay, how many days that is? Uh, I I don't know how how and what influence did the church have on that concept? I don't know, but the current belief is because of this. This is the tradition now: is the wake, you know, the mm-hmm. the wake that happens. The spirit and the body are still together for those days, and those are your last remaining days that you spend with that person. After that time. And they're they're off on their their journey, and sometimes that journey can take a long time. If they have unresolved business, if they don't have unresolved business, then they're they're off they're off on onto the Milky Way to the happy hunting grounds right away. So I can see, so I can see in that scenario you said where the torturing or counting the coup of the body of the dead. I can see that the infliction of the of, of you know revenge or whatever that that's it seems to be an active thing on an existing manifestation of that enemy in the body and the spirit together. 
I almost okay. start saying it like almost start saying like a hail mary there. <laughs> <laughs> you almost went into it. You almost went wake mode on it. The body and the spirit. <laughs> yeah, the All body. I do is throw a holy in there, and it well, would that have been a hymn or? <laughs> yeah, then you would have been hymn mode. Um, okay, okay. So I've been wrestling with this because okay, um, along with cultural protocols, which I yes. think are appropriate, have have come to for me. Yeah. And what I'm experiencing in the last few years yeah. is sometimes I feel like a lot of these cultural things we've adopted are abnormal. I don't okay. Maybe that's not the word. Okay. Try again. Um unfounded? Unfounded maybe? in in what? In in for example, accustomed traditions. Yep, yep. So, for okay. example, something we hear modern today is you've seen human remains, don't touch them, don't fiddle with them, don't ever, ever, yeah. ever yeah. mess with them. Yes, we get told, I don't that. buy it. Okay, okay. I, you know what, I, I, I'm, I'm partially with you because here's some, here's, a, here's an example the, the hardcore gamblers back in the day. Now, this is like, 1900 forward i don't know i'm sure it doesn't happen now but if a if a prolific gambler had passed away they might Mm -hmm. go find that grave dig him up and uh, you know get get his bones to to make the hand game set on to get good luck in their in their gambling yeah i mean that that to me the way i understand native belief yeah. especially in our region of the Rockies yeah that fits what you yeah, said yeah. to me it's not like what they did what yeah it's not it like shocking been, it may nothing, have been yeah. that 20 years ago for me or, or even 15 years ago but for me but of course we're always learning and we're always getting into the deeper right. and the deeper of our culture and start to and as you become a practitioner yeah it, your understanding I mean gains right leaps yeah. and bounds yeah and so that doesn't shock me because we know that um if if we really were afraid of the dead and death then would we keep scalps yeah no, yeah no uh, i mean i think you're right i think there's a clear difference between what um the influence of the church versus what our uh traditions used to be prior to that i, mm. I believe that i believe that and i can see that it, that goes along with the um, the story you were telling last time about the owl, mm-hmm. and our, our partner Mike said, "Wow, sometimes owls die." <laughs> you know, that's that's a pretty practical yeah. thought, and and I think it it's the same. It goes the same with the human. Yeah, sometimes people die, and and the belief the belief from uh, that was preserved from you know prior to the priest coming was was sort of preserved by the priests. When they were investigating, like ch- trying to get the the old the older folks at that time to um, um, verbalize what a soul was, mm-hmm. they wanted to say, okay, how how would you describe this idea of the soul? And so there, um, in that time in 1830s or whatever, the word that come out was the description. It was the lining of the body, the lining hmm. of the body is how they described hmm. it. And it goes along with kind of the belief that 
you know, your your this body you have is just something you're you're. I don't know if you say borrowing, but it's not permanent. I think there's always this idea that there's no permanency in 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 the body you occupy. That someday you're going to leave it, and it's just it's just a a, a mashup of elements. I guess I don't know. That's a the way mash that, a mashup of elements. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right on. So I believe that I I believe what you're saying in, in the um the idea of uh I don't know what it like this fear this magnified fear of of body like deceased bodies I think is probably been magnified by the church beliefs because you're right there I mean you you can read accounts of like mutilation of the enemy you don't hear a lot of them but you hear it like this mm-hmm. disrespect of of the body and i can see that being i mean you always hear also that you know the your enemies were 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 respected in a certain manner there was a manner of of warfare that there was a certain amount of respect but i mean if you have this belief that the body is just this like a, like a car well yeah just beat the hell out of it because in a way, maybe you're not imparting a disrespect to that person because you know their spirit's going to travel on or whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking crazy now. I'm talking crazy. I'm just well, well, fleshing no, it, it out. Make, it makes me wonder because even even you and I who are not Christian, right? it makes me wonder how much of this already is influenced by the church. Yeah, I know. It has it, such a profound effect yeah. on yeah. on um the way we think and the way we view the world that even people who say we're not Christian or we don't do practice that way. I mean, yeah. it's not a disrespect to the church. It's just, it's a fact, right? Like this is yeah. just the way we, yeah, yeah. It makes me wonder how much of the death culture or what would you call that? What is that? Uh, like funer- funerary practices or <laughs> Funer- yeah, mortician yeah. practices. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. What's yeah, the term? That works. That? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would know more than I would. Yeah. F- f- how much f- of that f- would be? How much would that? How much of that is influenced by the church? Because that also, the practice of no, let's say the mortician practices, we'll call it. Yeah. That, yeah. Those practice shape our continuing thoughts, right? So if we say this is how we we grieve, this is how we put people yeah. away, then that that is the foundation on which we base what happens after. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. 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 You know, I just, when you're talking mm-hmm. like that, I, I realize that I'm, I'm, I constantly have to monitor kind of what I'm saying to see if it's something that might be influenced from, from a, a yeah. other religion. Not, not like you said, not to be disrespectful, but to say, okay, what was, if I'm, if I'm talking about 300 years ago, am I really talking about 300 years ago? Or, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Talking about- no, in fact, yeah. this is the first time on the podcast where we're getting into a subject that, I honest to God don't know. Yeah. Like I'm really starting to be like, wait a second. So this whole, so as a preservation officer, my job is to, to make decisions on behalf of the tribe. So yeah, one of these is to take human remains. Well, when I first kind of scoped some elders and the initial yeah. reaction was, nope, we don't mess with the dead, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, that's because of the type of question I asked them. Yeah. Right. I went up to them and I said, didn't do your homework. 
Yeah, yeah. Or you come in kind of blank slate. Yeah. I come in blank slate. I, I really, and, and I, I went against my, my better judgment, and I asked them one of those general, yeah, what, what do we do with the dead? And they said we don't mess with them. Yeah, don't and mess around with that stuff. Okay. Well, you could have honed in the question a bit better. Yeah, and so then I did a round two later, like six yeah. months later, because I kind of had to wrestle with this idea because we have like twelve outstanding NAGPRA cases right now. So, I mean, they need resolved. Like it's yeah. it's on my desk. I can't. Yeah, I can't just say no. What my elders said. Yeah. So then I go back, and then I started. I just asked general questions about practice during death. What do we yeah. do? What's the crow way of doing something? Yeah. In that, I started to have to sift and filter and say, okay, that's clearly a church thing. That's that's a crow thing. Yeah. From the best of your knowledge. From the best of my knowledge, yeah. which which I admit was limited in that right. sense, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the practices when somebody dies, and it's still practiced amongst certain families, is if an individual dies in the home. Yeah. You they can you cannot take that person out the door. Oh, they have to go out a window. Oh, okay. So then I was talking to this older guy. Well, your wife's related to him. Yeah. Um, and he said, he said, you know, if you know the rules, you know that that rule can be bent and kind of moved. And yeah. really, what it is is we don't follow the dead. Yeah. So we don't take them out the door. Yeah. Because we that's the that's the same door our kids go through. Yeah. So I said, oh, okay, okay. So yeah, and yeah. then I just threw a scenario out. I said, well, what if that individual and I didn't I didn't say this to be crude or mean or disrespectful. I said, what if the individual's big and you can't get them through the window? Yeah. And he said, Yeah, that happens, you know? Yeah. You take them out the back door. The back door. The back door, yeah. the least used door. Okay. Okay. Then he said, what you'll do is you, you, you'll smudge out your house, that door or whatever you smudge mm. it out. And, mm -hmm. and you might not use it for a little while, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah. So I said, okay. So, so right there, I started having a discussion with a culturally knowledgeable person. Yeah. And I realized then, then that's the case for everything else. Probably that there's, if you know the, and then I realized I do this with everything else. Right. If somebody says, well, you don't whistle at night. Well, yeah, you're right. But do you know where that comes from in the yeah. story? Because once you know the, the foundation of something, you know how to navigate within it. Right, right, right. Wh you know where where I mean? you so, can, where you can kind of shift the, the criteria a bit or, mm -hmm. yeah, or, you know, variants of that rule, those kind mm -hmm. of things. Well, and then and then I started thinking about this famous story that you and I were talking about earlier with these twins, where these yeah. two brothers, um, their mother was killed. Yeah. Well, some time passes and they bring their mother back to life. Hmm. So okay, so then I thought, well, that means they didn't bury her then. Oh yeah. In a scaffolding, or they didn't. They said she, they knew where she was at, and they they took her tools, her wooden tools. And they started playing with them, and that caused her to move around and kind of be like, hey. And she came back to life. They brought her back to life, you know? Hmm. So then I thought, okay, so on that story, they're messing with the dead. Yeah. You know what well, I What's mean? up with that? Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. What's up with that? 
what's up with that? You ever watch Saturday Night Live? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I got an answer. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even hinting right no, there. No, no. What I'm telling you is, it led to the to my own inner discussion of okay, there's instances where people are being messed with after death. Yeah, which and seems contrary. A, which seems contrary to what we're being told today, which is no mess around. Yeah. And I understand I'm um, speaking in general terms here. Yeah. Like there's tribes that probably have really strict protocols. And yeah. rules. But then I started thinking about that. I said, you know what? Um, yeah. I don't know. I was just not adding. I, so go ahead. Go. I'll put it in the category of something that we have to combat a lot is, and that's this romanticization. And I think it's even, it goes beyond that. It's like this, I don't know what they call it, like pan panism or um and Indianism or something. I mean, but not but specific to like this like in, internally where we apply a rule and it's applied across everything. Um I think that ha- I think we do that to ourselves mm-hmm. because number one, we don't know because we, the the people the people who did know died and it didn't get transmitted. So we have just one small piece of that. And we think that applies to everything, uh, like um, like the phenomenon of of these these um, um, what do they call them? This positionality statements. That's kind of an example. So somebody did it, and somebody thought, "Oh, that's what we need to do." The next thing, all of Indian countries doing these self location statements before they give a talk. My name is this. This is what I do. This is where I'm from. These are my people. This is the land I come from. And that's all right, but I don't think it. You know, I, I I try to break that mold and say no. What what would how how would I converse with somebody just naturally? I don't go up to them and say hello. I'm Dr. Shandine Pete. I got my doctorate in this this and that. I work at this place. This is my mom. This is my dad. This is where they come from. These are their people. This is how I'm connected to this land. That's crazy. I mean, somebody would just walk away. This guy's in cuckoo. What is he talking about? But the just the the natural flow of like just human to human talk, human to human things, I think that's true, and it might be true in this case where there's a little piece of information that got passed forward. People took it as the gospel, then they apply it forward, and then it gets lost about where that come from, the instance in which it arrived. That happened. This happened back back home too with me too, and it's very similar to what you said. The old belief, as far as I know, I mean, old, I don't know you can qualify that, but the the belief prior to now was that the same thing. You don't follow the body. So because in that way, that person is looking back, picking the people that they're going to take with them. Like, I'm going to miss these people. I'm going to take them with me. But in the tradition of the funerals today, it's this grand parade where the body's in front and everybody's grieving and mourning behind it. When it when the the what I was told was it should it should be the opposite. The people should be leading the body to the gravesite, wherever it's going to be buried, so that that person can't look at who they're going to pick to take with them. Kind of the same concept, but to break that tradition is hard. It's hard, even though the attempts were made to describe it and to say the purpose of it, why it's important. It that that the tradition to follow the body to the grave is so ingrained in people. Even if you explain the logic and the danger of it, it's, it's just not accepted. So that seems it seems to be that kind of case. What, what you're talking about, like we don't mess with the. So somebody like you went along and asked that question. What do we do? With the, what about the body? Yeah, don't mess with it. And then 
because maybe they didn't want to inquire further. They just got passed forward. And they asked that person. That person says the same thing to whoever asked them. I don't know. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense. Yeah. Oh man, that happens. That happens with our uh, with with indigenous people. We just we adopt these things that seem right for for the best purpose. I think, I think the intention is good because yeah. it's, it's typically because you want to do the right thing, or yeah. you're trying to mitigate what you don't have in place there. So then yeah. you you have to do the next best thing or yeah. what you think is so you might borrow something or you might you might take an instance from that you know of in the past and you'll resolve it through that. Unknowingly you can set the precedent for things that are tip not typical to your people. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um you know, like you said, it's that's I think that's okay if we're if we're filling a void with something that's seems like a good a good tradition or like it seems to make sense. That's cool, but it's. I think it's when we get stagnant, when we stop asking questions, we just blindly follow. I think that's where we kind of go wrong, and 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 in a lot of sense, a lot of our traditions kind of kind of fell victim to that through like the '60s and '70s when there was this revival of at least among 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 where I come from, this revival of things. They they come in from other places, from the AIM movement. And then they just became tradition without really investigating it because we didn't have nothing. We didn't, mm. we, don't, we didn't have access to archival material for whatever reason. All the old people who knew are dead and gone, and we just got handed what we got handed. But I think now we have a little bit more power to, you know, to sift through all that crazy stuff that anthropologists collected and find out what some truths might have been and experiment around with what might be more close to what seems to make sense. I do. I mean, yeah. Now, throughout that, you, throughout that safe word, if I'm, throughout that safe word, if you think I'm, think <laughs> femur. <laughs> no, no. I think that's the problem. Is like that today, my my knowledge and my confidence was challenged, and so then it made me think. You know, um, instead of me locking myself in my office and. And do and and being like, I'm gonna research this. I'm gonna be like, no, no, let's put it. Let's talk about. It. We'll hash yeah. through it because the truth is, is, is my gut was telling me yeah. what to do, and I was saying, okay, based on the knowledge that I've collected over m- the entirety of my adult life, yeah, you know, and and my professional, my hobby, my 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 own culture, a large part of my upbringing. Yeah, and and my professional work have all geared towards the same goal of understanding yeah. native people, but for sure crow people. So then, yeah, I, I part of me was like, you got to trust what you've been doing, you know. Like, well, if yeah. if you if you're doubting yourself, 
Now, and then I also thought, every generation has to face questions and question their, or challenge their own beliefs. They we, should. We selfishly just say, well, because we have a, we have a pretty good um, ace card. Yeah. Which is non-Indian people. So we can, that's pretty easy. <laughs> Our challenge is saying we're chat, we're always against the, the mainstream society, the colonizer, all oh, whatever oh, it is. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? That's, so we that's kind of our fallback. Say, we can, that's our fallback. We can raise time. our fist against the man. Where in the old days, they were making hard decisions against their own people, against other tribes, against whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. they were still making hard decisions. Ours is easy to say. Our, we, we know that the trajectory of it, which is that's the us versus them, which I don't think it necessarily should be, you know, like, yeah, people have to make hard decisions. They've always had to make hard decisions. So when people say, when I tell people, yeah, oh, we're going to rebury some human remains, they're like, oh, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm doing what every crow has had to do. And for every generation is make decisions yeah. that are hard to make, but you make them culturally sound and you make you take your steps appropriately right. and but it's more irresponsible to leave these human remains in limbo right or you is know? it <laughs> because i mean what you said at the beginning was is is it really that sensitive should we be that concerned about thousand year old bones no and the reason i'll say is because we don't run into that we don't run into thousand year old. All my nag proclaims, all the stuff I know <laughs> is all stuff within the last hundred and fifty years. Okay, so we worry about one hundred fifty year old bones. I mean, if 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 really there's no no. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, that's a good question. Like yeah. like if if they're in a museum, yeah. Do we say you know what they've been there for this long? Leave them there. That's a tough question. Or do yeah. we say? You know what? We're not in like the great, most greatest place ever right now, culturally, yeah, uh, um, socially, yeah. Maybe it is because of the mistreatment of certain things, yeah. Because you know how native people will connect. We try to connect the dots, look for solutions. Yeah. So, I would say whatever we've been doing for the last hundred and twenty-five years, let's stop doing that. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean? What What do you mean? I mean, it's not working. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. It's not I lost working. you, man. I lost you. Uh, I mean, meaning what you were saying earlier, you were saying, oh, is it, is it really that bad to just leave them where they are? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and now I'm thinking maybe it is because whatever we've been doing, which is just leaving them there, oh. it's not working. Oh, you know, okay, it's, okay, it's okay, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. So yeah. evolving, evolving. The thought of how to deal with human remains hey. that fits in today's yep. day's reality. That makes a lot of sense. Because if, if you ascribe to what we were talking about before, where, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, the taboo of human remains was probably not that big a deal because the situation was far different, I think. I think so. But today. Culturally competent people. Right, 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 right. At all. Yeah, yeah. Today you got, you know, you go to a museum and you see somebody's bones. That's a totally different thing. But, but is it? Is it different than seeing 
go back in time 300 years seeing your 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 old your grandpa's scalp on somebody's shield i th- i want to say it's different because of intent <laughs> yeah. right intent yeah, yeah, yeah it has yeah. to be that part of it yeah and I, I mean granted we we know we're not going to parade around with fingers and, well, and things like that we're not we're we don't not do that no more we, we don't, don't do that, that no more but here uh, it, uh, triggered a thought when you're talking triggered okay um we were talking about holy items Yes. Uh, medicine bundles, creating a creation facility to bring holy items that are in museums back to the Crow Reservation. Okay. We got a lot of kickback, right? We got a lot of kickback from people saying, we don't know how those were handled. Leave them alone. Don't yeah. mess with them. Yeah. And I see this across, I see this across Indian country, especially yeah, in our region, right? The yeah. Northern Plains, Rocky Mountains. I, I hear this a lot. But then what I noticed was who was telling me that? So I kind of had to like, people yeah. a little bit i had to yeah, say yeah. what do they do yeah what do they do what do they do yeah these are all people who are satellite participants of the culture you mean, i started noticing this trend they 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 they're just like a satellite they orbit what's going on not necessarily immersed no Is that what you mean that's what i mean okay so when okay. i when i specifically started targeting people who are the practitioners, the owners of these rights, these ways. Then I started asking them questions. Okay. One guy told me, he said, he said, you know, I agreed in the 60s when they said, let's not bring these bundles back, these holy items, keep them. We don't know what, he said, I no longer have that thought. Hmm. Not because I'm, I'm contradicting myself. It's because back then, that was the right decision to make. Back then, importantly, importantly, Important. now we're in such dire straits, culturally, socioeconomically. Yeah. Um, we're struggling with a lot of, of things that a lot of people don't like to talk about. Yeah. The underworld, right? The and underbelly. Said, yeah. You know, then we were all culturally strong people in the 60s. Now we're not. Maybe it's time for them to come back, those mm. things. And maybe mm-hmm. it will restore something. Hmm. So then I then I thought, yeah, why why are we so dogmatic? Like, nope, that's what our elders said in the 50s. That's the way we have to think <laughs> now. And I'm like, wait a second, they're making the yeah. decision that they saw fit best for the time. Yeah. Why can't we make the same decisions now? We still live in that. A guy named Roger Stop said, Us crows, we like to live in the old. He said, we don't have no new medicines. Nobody goes and fasts and get new medicines. We still live off of the old. So I'm kind of thinking maybe that's that's the same concept was like in years past, there's always regeneration, regeneration, rejuvenation, something new, something. Let's make a new decision. Hey, you know, let's revisit that topic. So I think I really believe call to action. (laughs) Call to action. Red alert. This question, this subject needs to be revisited. It does, man. And you know what? It's happening. And I I had a discussion about this today, oddly, today, oddly. And the thing you said about, about the, uh, about the, um, you know, maybe we need, maybe we need this now, or as it was said in the past, we don't need that anymore. I've seen that too. I've seen that happen recently within the past year or so, that kind of shift where folks are, are saying, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe we, we were, I wouldn't say we're wrong, but you're right. Maybe, maybe we need it now, 
but okay so ma- making this making this um this hot hot topic of indigenous research indigenous knowledges you know i i kind of challenged the idea of, of are we producing new knowledge now and it's the same thing what you said are we that are the are our young people you know fasting and, and getting these these the rejuvenation of the songs and in the the medicine ways and um not really not really and i think it follows suit with that same question in, that you see in academics about what is indigenous knowledge what is indigenous research all that stuff uh, in uh, my same message I, I i say yeah that that operates in in functioning cultural communities it's happening there's new knowledge being created um, it's probably not like what our our old ones or ancestors used to used to do, but I think the more we do it, the more the more we push push the push the envelope and question things. I think that's a natural that's a natural uh, human thing, and then I think that's what shifts that idea among the people who know who really know or who can see between the different generations of the, of the need that's out there. Um, and so, yeah, that, I mean that, and in that way, like the, like a purpose is revealed, you know, we talk about knowledge should be, there should be a purpose to it. There should be an intent to it. Those two things. If, if it's not purposeful and if it's not having a specific intention in the community, we don't really care. We don't really need it or use it. Like we could care less if, if there's, if there's another manned mission to the moon, we don't need to be included in that. We don't need to have, you know, be a part of a, an equity, diversity, and inclusion to be part of a manned mission to the moon. It doesn't matter to us. I don't think. To me, it doesn't matter. <laughs> There's far bigger problems in our community uh, that, that are more practical. And um, I think it goes along with that. What you're saying is, is, is noticing those trends and changes. That's the real research. That's the real research that happens in our communities that that could come really close to when somebody asks like a non-native asks, well what is indigenous research well it's this you can't see it you can't see it because you're not living in that community it's hard to it's hard to see and that and might even be harder for indigenous scholars like us to illustrate to write down to to show a flow chart of that I, i don't know it doesn't it just doesn't seem i mean we could i guess i don't know there's, there's just no no amount of professionalism or, or knowledge that can make a histogram fit us. <laughs> I, mean, it's, it's, it, I beg it, to differ. <laughs> as you would. Um, more of a pie chart because we're circle, circle That's people. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. More of a scatter. Scatter. scatter yeah. Radar. Radar plot. <laughs> yeah. Radar plots. Oh, my God. Femur. <laughs> no, I, I, th- I think you're you're hitting you're hitting something that's really important. And like you said, this this contradiction in the idea of death. Yeah, you always got to insert that that scale of time in there, you know. And that's a weird one too because time time is linear in a way. But it's like for for natives. Some people think no, nah, circuit. We think circular, and I don't know. Not all the time. Some people do, but I don't think so. 
I used to buy, I I used to wholeheartedly buy that concept, but again, yeah. it's like the same thing. The more and more I get involved with traditional people, yeah, and 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 language and and ceremony and culture and yeah. and and utilizing, not just talking, reading about it, or asking people about it, but doing it. And yeah. then I have kids, and so then that's that changes you quite a bit too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm realizing like some of these things. For one, I don't know if they matter. <laughs> what? Know, what doesn't like matter? Like this, like the, the the academic argument that has always been like, I know we, we don't think linear. We think like, okay, uh, whatever, dude. Like, what, yeah. I, to know, what end? If, if that's what we're if that's what we're gonna waste our time in academics talking about is decolonization and indiz- indigenizing and all, you've already missed the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've already missed the boat because. Yeah. Because for yeah, one, yeah. we spend more um, bandwidth trying to define these terms yeah. and what they mean to all of us. <laughs> it's it's like, come on, dude, we could be doing some badass and just let just let the mind work. Like, yeah. if I said, Chani, yeah. I want you to research this topic. I'm not gonna fucking say. What theory are you going to use, or what? <laughs> What's your methodology? No, I'm going to back off, and I'm going to let you do your thing. And because yeah. I know your foundation, yeah. not in academics but in culture, right. I know that what's going to be given to me is indigenous research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that mean I can write a paper saying this is how it is, man? I'm beginning to think I can't, or I'm just not there yet. Uh, and obviously. You might be. Well, I uh, no, but I, I mean, you know what I mean. Like I do know I what just, you mean. And this is this is kind of one of the messages I delivered today was that that idea of of okay. So if you compare, and this is it's really dumb, but you know to say okay, the Western traditions of research and indigenous research, traditions of research. You like you said, we already missed the boat if we're trying to cross compare those because they're different. They're none's different. better than they're none's different. better than the other. They have a purpose. For a specific reason, and that's cool and everything. But when we talk about, um, so we're talking about like indigenous scholars trying to get them uh, uh, tenured or trying to get promotion in, in the university system, they have to produce or prove their scholarship. And generally, that means you got to produce papers. And I had a little brief discussion about this, and I said, you know, we do the we do the work. It doesn't come out in a paper, but the fact that I have to take. Like if you asked me a question, like you said, tell me about this. I have to do research on that in my head. I go through the things that I know. I ask so-and-so. I ask this other person about it. Maybe I'll read some old archive material about it. But then I'll, then I'll also explain that maybe to my kids, maybe to another individual. And it's not, it's not like a, um, it's too hard to compare like as what that would be as far as a Western system but that's all the work that i do that all that and and it takes a long time because you have to reframe that thought to ask somebody you know to ask the right question at the right time at the right moment of the right thing that takes a lot of work that takes a lot of work because you're trying to elicit in uh some little nugget of information that might help you and that's really that that seems that's the dissemination process because then you might fire that person up about it oh yeah 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 I remember that, or maybe they didn't know nothing about it. So then they tell so and so about it. It spreads from there. 
message might come back that that's wrong or you know you're crazy then there's this debate in the community about what it is and what it is isn't and then that ultimately something comes out of that whether people accept it whether it morphs into something else that's all part of this it's the same thing as writing a peer review article in a way not exactly but that's the work some a lot of native people do and it's it's not something that it's well, housed, not housed in the institution. But is it is it a lot uh, the work of a lot of native scholars? Well, okay, okay, okay. It's the work of some because yeah, scholars. yeah, and yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah, attacking yeah. any any anybody. No, and, no. And and I know we're kind of off the subject now of the Nagpur stuff, but I think we pretty <laughs> much we pretty much talked about that. But yeah, I mean we're a research podcast, so we should talk about research, but. When we when we were doing the indigenous research center stuff, yeah, for that short time, I felt like we kind of immersed ourselves in what was out there, yeah, and yeah. and we and we we were very careful about who we wanted to invite to our colloquiums to our right, right, which was all founded and stuff we were already kind of doing it as 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 a hobby. You right. know what I mean? Like right, right. you, you and I, we've been friends for 22 years or 21 years now and, and or whatever, 20, 20 years, probably. Right. Femur. And, femur. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and doing all that stuff. Yeah. Researching the researchers. Yeah. I, I might say something a little controversial, but. Okay. I, I wasn't finding it, man. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And and there's there's some who know, some who get it. There's some who are on a path to to reconnecting and understanding it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're one right. thing I noticed too though is when you would talk to that researcher, the individual, you're like, this guy gets it, right? This lady you gets just it. know. This, you just know. You just know. But then sometimes they would translate that to their academic work and you're like, what happened? <laughs> like what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, and I know yeah. you've run into this where you're like, when I talk to that person, and what versus what I'm reading, that's not, that's not, and I think it's because of the institutions they come up in are something where they're 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 unknowingly maybe fall into a certain groove of 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 writing style or, yeah. or citation or whatever it is, and that yeah. can really affect the way a product is made, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and not only that, but like the criteria of where you're trying to publish it, they might only accept certain subject matter written in a certain way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, your your work gets it it gets pretty narrow, and it might it's out it there. come out it might not come out the way it needs to be. Yeah, it is out there, and there's some individuals who definitely understand it. There's probably you know not a lot who. I don't. I haven't seen a whole lot that can translate that into something that seems and feels authentic of, of for today. I mean, there's some examples I think that are pretty good, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's an it's evolving. It's evolving, it and it's hard to say what's right. It's or so wrong young. Right. It is. It's so young. I mean, the idea of taking indigenous, authentic indigenous knowledge and putting it in an academic setting is so is so young it is. And, and and the fact is is we could listen to these podcasts in 10 years and be like what the fuck? <laughs> what an idiot <laughs> it, i mean in five years probably you know we, yeah we um, could listen to episode one and have a good chuckle <laughs> Maybe, but but what a shame you know like um 
we've had Michael Framboise on here before, but when we were doing the Indigenous Research Center, he proposed this topic of research that was not approved, and and we can talk about that now, right? But yeah. um, it it yeah. was not approved by our institutional review board and yeah and culture committees. But to me, out of all the stuff we did for the IRC in those days, yeah, that was the one thing I was like, this is going to be it. This is going to be the yeah. template if we guide him in the right direction. The yeah. question he's asking is a a purely indigenous question. Right. Right. And that really only native people can ask because of the diffusion of ceremony and what that subject matter was. And right, right, like, right. And it was so specific to what we what we deal with. I was like, I was excited for it and it didn't happen. So I was like, Shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I know. These golden opportunities. People just don't get it. People get scared, you know. It's the whole idea of what you're talking about about death and the, and, mm-hmm. the, and and it was and, almost and, the same thing. It's almost the same thing. Well, no, we can't do that. Yeah. Why not? Con- confusing fear and respect. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what it is, I guess. I, yeah, boom, yeah. I, I, yeah, and and I think yeah. a lot of it was misunderstanding about what what that might have been and what who it was for. But again, and, it's having an institutional review board that is not practitioners. Right. Right. Importantly. 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 So that question to them was so foreign. Yeah. It was such a foreign question. And we're here, here it is. Here's a good example for our listeners. We're native people that were asking a question that native people normally ask when you talk amongst traditional people. These are topics they talk about. Yeah. And and we had a researcher ask this question. This ultimately this research idea was denied. But but it was so funny to me because I'm like. You can't get any more indigenous than what we were proposing. <laughs> and yet yeah. we were stopped. We were stopped. And I was like, wait a second. This is you're 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 handicapping the very, very mission of yeah. the of the center. Yeah. Right. At that time. Now yeah. we're in positions where I think we could do that. And knowing what I know now, we don't we didn't need them. We don't need them. No. No. Mike can still do that. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it, it'll manifest in other ways because now, right. now I'm, I'm a little more getting out of academics helped me because now I'm like, wait a second. We were even in academics, we were limited to academics. Yeah. Yeah. In a sense, in, a in, sense, in, yeah. in that, in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we've, we've built these, these institutions, we've modeled them after Western institutions We've we've modeled community uh, committees after uh, just non non indigenous types and ways of thinking, and th- that's that's like um, it's going to be one of the <laughs> one of the horsemen, one of the four horsemen of of, of the demise of, or it could be you know we're we're we're, we're like did we say at the beginning when colonizing ourselves or i don't know yeah i don't know we're doing the work we're doing the work of colonizing ourselves for the most we, part we, we were talking about that earlier on the phone. oh yeah uh, earlier yeah yeah and it's just but how do you open people's eyes and say hey man what what do we do i think people have been burned so much like a, the generation prior to us they've been burned so much um for for whatever whatever happened but I, and I think it's just way too much for people to open their eyes and say, "Well, God, we got a whole generation of young people that are that are wanting to to emulate the the ideas of of the past, 
which is really just tackling the the hard philosophical questions that are important to us and not to write a paper, not to write a book, not to become famous and grandstand, but to, but because we have issues, man, we got issues and we're not, we're not, it's like, we're not leaning on our, our traditions to help those. We, we, we would, we would, we would emulate a, an indigenous model of addiction after something somebody researched at a university before we try to emulate what we had in, in our own ways. And I think that's partly because we don't know that anymore. It's, it's, just, it's backwards. It's backwards. It, it's backwards. In some cases, we do know it, but we're afraid of responsibility. Ah, uh, Yes. Yes, yes, you're right. And that's yeah. that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. Maybe that's a whole nother podcast or a whole nother research topic. But the, yeah. the, I think it's time that like native people and my, I'm guilty of it too, man. Yeah, like we, we're afraid of responsibility, or inconveniencing somebody, or something, or <clears throat> or we use finances, time. Um, yeah, well, yeah, because it's tied. It's really tied to that, like economics, man. We got to live. Mm. We got to work. And to say, I'm going to commit my life to helping my people in a traditional way. Who can mm-hmm. do that? Who can do that? Or it's you also know? tied to, to lineage. I got a, a funny story. Uh, and you and you know, I'm not going to say no names, but you you know this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I asked a question one time about uh, in, uh, when I was living at Flathead. And I said, are you going to go? Are you going to go participate in that dance? Yeah. This particular ceremony. And I said, no. It's not the way my dad taught me how to do it, so we're not going to do it. <laughs> and then I thought in my mind, well, well, go and help out, change it, change it, or or just be there, and then maybe they'll say, Go hey, ahead. how about do you want to uh, let's use your songs or let's use you know, and then or, that, are we that doing moment, this right? Yeah, yeah. Instead, no. no, stay, no, stay home, just stay home, stay home, and let it die. Stay home and be the problem. <laughs> Stay home. Complain on Facebook about it. <laughs> complain that your family's the only one that does it right, but then you guys don't do it though. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. put on a dance. Yeah. You know. See, see, uh, you guys over there at Flathead are a lot like a, a lot of tribes here where. Really, it comes down to the sponsor, right? Like, even yeah. though some of that practice has, has died, but really that's the root. A sponsor, yeah. someone can go to that particular individual who owns the right to do these things. And that right's determined by a lot of things. But yeah, and you could say, I want to put this on. Okay, that person tells you, get this A, B, C, B, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. So instead of being the solution and say, well, sponsor something then. Yeah. Go yeah. do it. Sponsor something. Shut yeah. up. so if i leave you with any message to our listeners sponsor something (laughs) quit complaining and shut up (laughs) sponsor something sponsor something whether you're navajo you're sue i mean lakota um colville umatilla yeah sponsor something yeah 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 What's the that's block? Only way it's gonna come, that's, that's What's only, the block? What's the block to doing that? Why do people not do it? it, it I don't know. I don't know. It, that, we're, we're, we can go another hour. Let's not do Dude, that. I, I, I know. And that, that wasn't the point of the podcast today. For our listeners, I was fired up today because of the National NAGPRA um, 
meeting and I was like, I called Sean Dean and I was like, dude, let's do a podcast. I want to, I want to talk. I feel like talking. <laughs> and he was like, all right. <laughs> but then it, it turned out to be, man, this, uh, this is one of the most satisfying podcasts I've ever done with you. So it is. I think we made progress. We made some <laughs> yeah. understanding. I mean, we knew it, kind of knew it already, like here and there, but to hear it echoed back, to mm-hmm. hear some things confirmed, like, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. You're thinking the same as mine, or I wasn't thinking that, but I was thinking this. Now I get it. Mm-hmm. We just got to keep carrying that forward, man. We got to keep carrying that forward. All 50 of our listeners. <laughs> hey, Carry man. that forward. 50 is better than zero. Remember what I said to you? If we were in a room and 50 people were in there listening to us talk, that's a lot of people, man. There's a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of people. It's actually uncomfortably a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and shout so out to our here. shout out to our our few sponsors. I gave them a little shout out on the last episode. We got oh, yeah. a few people keeping us going, help pay for our, our website website and our podcasting service. Man, that really helps. We need more though. That's my that's my <laughs> that's best advertising pitch I can give. Cool, yeah. man. If you guys got something that you want to sponsor this podcast. We're happy to have it. I don't think, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, we're not doing this to make money or sell no. time. So it's not like we don't need it. We don't need it. It's appreciated because it we helps. Just, we're going to, we're going to talk anyway, man. So we're going to, yeah. But man, you need it. You need, a, you need, a, um, you need a new, need some new gear there. You know, uh, yeah, but I we do, need, we man. need somebody to sponsor Aaron uh, a boom <laughs> arm for his mic because. He's just pitiful over there. He can barely set up the mic we bought him. Hey, you got the, I got the nano going. It sounds good today. You must have did something. I just didn't mess with it. <laughs> cool, man. That's good yeah. convo. Well, anyway. Anyway. Say bye to our listeners and we can stop recording. But All thanks right. again, everybody. That was a fun one. Femur. That was a lame. That was a lame. Bye bye. That's why I said femur. Stop recording, dude. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us on this episode. And if you want to learn more about what we're up to, go ahead and search Tribal Research Specialists in Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, and uh, check out our other sites. And uh, if you want to contribute to the show. Go ahead and look us up on Patreon. We would appreciate your donation.